With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to head out to the phones. Welcome in from the Clemson Insider, Mr. Will Vandervoort. Will, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good, Rob. How are you doing, bud? Hey, man, we're at tournament time, brother. This is like normally we have two two really good days in the middle of the week or at the end of the week here where we can enjoy some uh you know the highest level of college basketball it's down to one day and then it kind of eats into your weekend a little bit but uh already some uh one matchup the virginia tech florida matchup was uh was outstanding uh really looking forward to tonight's matchup with clemson and uh and rutgers getting after it about nine twenty tonight right yeah that's right i'm actually uh about uh 30 minutes outside of uh, outside of indianapolis uh so i'm gonna be covering it tonight uh on the Clemson Insider, so um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about uh, being up there covering it, and um, you know, seeing if the Tigers can advance. What what protocols did you have to go through to get credentialed for that? Uh, didn't uh, really no different than what we've been done all year with you know Clemson football or Clemson basketball. Just um, you know, uh, we filled in a regular thing and uh, we are approved, and then tonight I guess we'll have to to go through the regular protocols when we get to the arena which generally they check your temperature and things of that nature and um and then you know we'll be given like a wristband i believe that allows us to come in and um show that we're clear and stuff like that and then of course there's social distance we're nowhere near the players obviously um so we'll be up on uh press row wherever that is and it'll be like uh, i think you know there'll either be dividers between us or they'll be you know we'll be socially distanced i'm assuming it's gonna be interesting uh to see how that works out and give some of the uh Early games today, it's just kind of weird to, you know, we, we, we had to deal with it all college football season, but, you know, you're used to kind of the rampant crowds that are up there, man, but uh, we just don't have that uh, right now, especially at the beginning of it. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting on a couple of different points on that. I mean, they've dealt with it throughout the season, but I wonder if shooting in these new buildings will have an effect on a lot of teams uh, who are used to, you know, maybe the background's a little bit different or things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, from watching the earlier games, it seemed like that wasn't an issue that much, right? And so, I don't know if it will be. Um, you know, because this is that time of the year where you're playing in a different facility anyway. Everybody's playing on neutral courts, and so I don't know if that's something you can use. And now the difference will be there won't be as many fans in the stands. It'll be a little bit empty, um, but that's kind of been the way it has been all year for them, right? And when they've you know, gone on the road and things of that nature. So you hope by this time they're 25, 26 games into the season that they've learned how to adjust to that and learned how to play games in these kind of arenas. Um, you know, for some guys, there's probably going to be more fans actually than they had all year, considering some conferences didn't even allow fans into the arena or some teams didn't. So 
um, you know, so those guys will uh, those guys will actually probably be more appreciative. Um, I think there's going to be about the same amount of fans uh, that Clemson allowed in their arena during the course of the season, which is around 1,800 or so. So, so Clemson will be probably about normal for them, but I, I don't know what the situation's been for Rutgers all year. Well, let's get into this matchup tonight with Rutgers. Clemson comes in. I think it's it's like at one point or a pick'em in uh, in Las Vegas. I mean, uh, Coach Brownell said that they've got uh, the big man there in the middle, and uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup between uh, two teams from the Power Five. Yeah, um, the third Big Ten team Clemson's played this year, it seems like a lot of people kind of forgotten that Clemson played Purdue to start the year and beat them by 11 points, and then they hosted Maryland in the Big Ten ACC Challenge and beat them by 15 points. So Clemson has played two teams that are in the tournament. One's a number four seed and beat them by double digits, and yet Clemson's the underdog tonight going against Rutgers. So it's an interesting uh, scenario. Um, you know, and not, nothing Rutgers does come to Big Ten. Had great uh, play all year long, uh, don't get me wrong, but, you know, Clemson's won some big games and non-conference games this year better than anybody. Their resume is, is as good as anybody's in the country in non-conference resume, and so uh, you know, I think Clemson's probably not getting you know, getting maybe some of the respect they deserve in that sense, considering they they know how to play the Big Ten a little bit, if you will, you know, when you've had that kind of success against two tournament teams. So, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, obviously the big guy for Rutgers, Don Harper Jr., averaging 15.4 points per game. Um, he's the guy that uh, really, if he's on and he's hitting the shot, then he's going to cause Clemson some troubles. But if Clemson can keep him from being much of a factor, now the problem is, for Clemson is he's six seven and he's a guard and Clemson's two guards are six foot and they say five ten but he's more five nine <laughs> so uh, you know that's going to be the challenge for Clemson is if, you know can they not repeat what happened by Miami where Miami just drove inside but there's tall guards all day and just shot over Clemson the intent there's nothing you could do about it right and that would be the game plan if you're Rutgers and uh, but you know something though with 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 uh, I was talking with Terrence Oglesby the other day about this, as teams that uh, that don't really have that one big huge guy, Clemson seems to be able to shut down. They're a very good team defensive unit, but uh, Ron Harper Jr. has the uh, the capability to take that game over. So I think the game hinges on him for Clemson. Obviously, if he's on, it's going to be a be a really tough matchup there for the Tigers. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And, and also remember, now, neither one of these teams are going to shoot lights out. That's not what they do. They're not, they're not great shooting teams. They both have players. They, got, you know, they have Ron Harper. Clemson, of course, has Amir Sims, guys that are, you know, can, can make shots on the outside and, and can do some things different ways with the basketball and kind of facilitate their teams. But, um, I, I, you know, the key for both these teams is defense. And so, I'm going to go ahead and say this here. The first team to 65 tonight is going to win. That's, that's really what's going to happen uh, because um, I don't expect this to be a pretty game by any stretch. Both teams like to force turnovers. They like to, you know, uh, press the basketball the whole game. And so it's going to be uh, – possessions are going to be very few and far between, and you're going to have to really be efficient, um, each, both of these teams are, when it comes to their possessions. You know, the uh, there are some other great, interesting matchups today. Of course, the final matchup of the day is uh, Winthrop taking on Villanova. That's that's a an, an very, very interesting uh, matchup there with a Palmetto State team where Winthrop lost one game by two points. Villanova doesn't have their point guard. I mean, 
that almost just smells like upset in the making. Yeah, that's the um, the trendy pick, isn't it? I think the two trendy picks are Rutgers and Winthrop. Um, so, you know, generally when that happens, one of those trendy picks doesn't work out. Um, you know, if you're a Winthrop grad, you're probably hoping that it's Clemson that doesn't work out. And if you're the Winthrop grad, if you're the Clemson grad, you're hoping it's Winthrop that's the one that doesn't work out for people. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. That game's going to be fun. Too bad I won't be able to watch it because I'll be working. But um, that's going to be a fun one to watch. I'll definitely have my computer on and checking the score on that one. Um, you know, uh, during the Clemson game as much as I can. One game already final today involving an ACC team as uh, Florida wins over uh, Virginia Tech, putting the Hokies out of the tournament 75-70 to in overtime. Still a very uh, a good showing there for the Hokies, but Florida just, just too strong today. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you, too, a little bit about uh, some of the other teams that uh, maybe you like on your bracket. I put some of mine out there yesterday, but... I really like Illinois to win the whole thing. I'm not buying Gonzaga playing out in that West Coast Conference. I, I just don't think that's enough to carry you completely through. But um, yeah. who do you like? Do you like Illinois? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um, it's interesting. Uh, okay, first of all, Gonzaga. I'm with you on Gonzaga. I think, they're, um, I think the pressure of being undefeated and not playing in a conference where you're tested night in um, and night out, like, like you are in some of these other conferences. I, I just think that when you're playing in a pressure situation and then everybody's talking about can they be the first team since Indiana to go undefeated, which right. that was in 1976, and all that, that pressure, that extra pressure, I think it's going to break them. I really do. I, I think they'll lose to somebody in the Elite Eight or Final Four. I don't even think they make it to the Final Four. So, I, I, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, um, but, you know, but I don't think they're going to win the championship, though. Um, I like Illinois' athleticism. I like the way they can score and they can hit the three. And I just think, you know, when you watch that Ohio State game, the Big Ten Championship game, they almost let Ohio State come back. If Ohio State had another minute and was doing hack-a-shack, Ohio State might have won that game because Illinois couldn't make a free throw to save their life at the end there. I mean, they were just clanking them off the back of the iron the whole time. And so, you know, that could be – I would say yes that they – they the most talented team, and I think can win it. But I really want to see if they can't make. If they get in a close game in a pressure situation, I don't know if they can win it. And so, the team that I think could cause some problems if they get hot, because when they play in Tallahassee, they can make every shot in the building. But when they're on the road, they can't make any. And so they're they're a Jekyll High team. But if Florida State can make shots in this tournament, the way they play defense. I'm telling you, Florida State is the team I think could be the Cinderella story and could go a long way in this tournament. I completely agree with you in the fact that they uh, they run ten guys, sometimes eleven guys. I mean, it's and, and they're, they're so long. And that's athletic. the thing; they're the tallest team in the tournament, according <clears throat> to uh, something I read uh, yesterday. And obviously, you can't coach somebody to be taller. So there you no, go you with cannot. that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's going to be. I mean, I'm really looking forward to some of these matchups. Uh, by the way, Illinois already won today. They beat up on Drexel, 78 to 49, and no Arkansas. I, 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 I was watching some of the Arkansas game. Arkansas was down a bit to um, down 14. Yeah, they came back though, and they were up five late. I'm not sure. I got to check the score. Yeah, they ended up winning by 15. Yeah, yeah, they ended up winning by 15. So they ended up controlling the game at the end, but. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, they struggled there early, but then they uh, went on a uh, 17 to nothing run, I believe, after being down 14 to kind of get back in it, and then they kind of took control of the game. And then at that point, it's kind of back and forth until late where they finally just pulled away. That full court uh, from press Colgate. from Arkansas, man, when they got into that, way you down. Colgate didn't have a chance. but Yeah, it'll weigh you down. Definitely on that front. Well, i got to ask you about baseball before we get you out of here today. You've got uh, uh, Clemson getting back into conference play tonight. They welcome in Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, not the start in conference play that the Tigers want. And uh, the Clemson Twitter has been really hard on the baseball team, but you know they could. I, there's there's a part of me that's like, you know what? These freshmen are going to become sophomores eventually here shortly, and if they get their footing right, they might be all right later on. Yeah, you got to understand, Clemson baseball fans are every bit as passionate as Clemson football fans. So. They they don't uh, they don't they don't like they don't like losing and uh, you know so that losing streak was really getting to them at the start of the year and look you know they won a game the other night that to me that was that was a good that was a good win that was a team they should have beat let's be honest I mean it's not like Georgia State's a good team and but they won the game and that was the key thing and they got a couple of hits you know especially you know in that seventh that sixth inning where they got a couple of uh, of key hits there that they just haven't been getting during that losing streak. And so you wonder if that's what you were talking about, maybe the confidence some of these younger players need to kind of get things turned around. We'll see. The problem is, Rob, they're playing the number 14 team in the country in Virginia Tech who might have the best pitching staff in the ACC this year. These guys are just really throwing the heater, and they're just really just causing issues for teams at the plate all year and I don't know if anybody in the ACC is playing as good as Virginia Tech right now and um, this is going to be a challenge for Clemson um, you know we'll see what they get out of Davis Sharp tonight um, if they can see if they can get a win um, but, and that's the one thing that's missing for them right now is they're just not getting anything from their starting pitching and uh, that's been a couple of weeks now and they really need their starting pitching to just kind of stay in the game and get past the fourth inning if they can do that and turn it over to the bullpen then it's going to give them a shot to win but um, this is going to be a tough challenge this weekend trying to beat uh, a very good Virginia Tech baseball team. Well, sir, I have to tell you, uh, avoid the children of the corn up there in Iowa <laughs> or up there in uh, Indiana. We don't we don't want to hear anything bad things happen to you up there, but uh, uh, avoid the children of the corn. And, of course, folks can follow your coverage tonight as uh, you're up there covering the uh, the Clemson-Rutgers game uh, at theclemsoninsider.com. Also, of course, uh, on Twitter, you're at Steeler Will, right? At Steeler Will on Twitter, at Clemson Insider on Twitter as well. Uh, follow us on our Facebook page as well, uh, Clemson, the Clemson Insider Facebook page. So, yeah, we'll have it all, and, of course, on our website, the Clemson Insider, where it's free 24-7, my friend. All right, man. Hey, you stay safe up there, and we'll talk to you later on, buddy. Have a good night. All right, man. You too, bud. Later. There you go. Will Vandervoort from the Clemson Insider talking a little bit about Clemson's matchup with Rutgers. You know, this is the kind of game where – Rutgers has been really, really bad for the past part. of. I mean, they had like a six-game losing streak at one point. Just were not playing well. And Clemson's been on like a, a, uh, a roller coaster ride as far as their season goes. We're stopping. We're starting. They got a win over the ACC champion Georgia Tech. They beat Florida State. Uh, they beat Purdue. 
I mean, they've got some really impressive wins on their resume. they got some losses on the resume that doesn't make much sense, including the last time they went out where Miami made them look stupid with six scholarship players. So you never know what you're going to get with Clemson. You really don't. Could they get the upset? I don't think it's an upset. I mean, I think they're a one-and-a-half-point underdog, something like that. But maybe it would be an upset tonight if they uh, if they take down Rutgers and move on. But I tell you what, Virginia, uh, Winthrop tonight, you know, the more and more I look at that game, I was going to be the guy that's like, you know what, I'm not going to take Winthrop because everybody and their brother's taking them. But I honestly think that they can beat Villanova, especially without their point guard tonight. I really do. We'll give you a scoreboard update here shortly on the rundown as the games are going on. We'll give that to you in a moment right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Jed talking online about uh, he likes Iona. He's, He's a fan of Skeletor. Yeah, buddy. He wants Iona to get the upset over Alabama. Uh, shout out to Brock wanting to bet me on the Clemson Rutgers game simply because I think that uh, Rutgers is has the potential to be hot dog water, and he's upset that uh, that I feel that way, and that's fine. He says he puts his hate aside when he filled out his bracket. Yeah, congratulations on that. USC Insider says he's got Rutgers by four. You know, you may be right, but I, I think if Clemson loses to Rutgers, I think they're going to lose big. I don't think it's going to be close. Clemson will lose by ten or more if they lose. I think they win or lose big, one or the other. They win by five or lose by ten. It's going to be one way or the other. And all of it hinges on whether or not Ron Harper Jr., who looks like, and uh, he looks like he is one of those guys that, like, that would play like in your church league. You know what I'm saying? He just kind of just rolls out, goes out there and plays, and he plays hard. But he just looks like he's just so, and eh, this is the game. We're just going to go play. There you go with that. Uh, I mentioned that uh, I was talking with uh, some folks online here. I went over Alabama's a win for America. Thank you, Angie, for joining the show today. We appreciate that. Some uh, other matchups going on right now. Texas Tech is beating up on Utah State 49-40. to About seven minutes to go in the second half. Well, that's a low-scoring game there. By the way, Savage College Football joining us today. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you today, Rob? I'm doing well. Are you? Do you even care about college football, uh, basketball? Or are you just a guy over there that's just following the recruiting trails and the fact that the Gamecocks start spring practice tomorrow? Uh, I'm actually paying attention to the NCAA tournament. I actually made myself a bracket this week. I know, right? Who did you pick to win? Baylor. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> you're uh, very enthusiastic about it. No, that. I mean, it's your bracket. You can do whatever, do whatever you want, man. But I, I, I was with you. I picked Winthrop to beat Villanova. Well, there you go. You're learning something being here in, uh, on the show. There you go with that. Now, watch Winthrop lose. He'll text me tonight. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. I can, I can hear it now. By the way, some other scores. Uh, Ohio State has an eight-point lead over Oral Roberts. 23-15, to 15, about eight minutes to go in the first half there. Uh, earlier winners from today, Florida wins over Virginia Tech, 75-70. to 70. Also, Arkansas wins over Colgate, 85-68. to 68. Illinois wins over Drexel, 78-49. Matchups that are getting underway here shortly. Mr. Savage College Football's pick to win the title. Baylor will play at 3.30 against Hartford. You know, it's it'll be my luck. It would be just my luck if Hartford somehow beats Baylor. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hartford's a 16 seed. Baylor is a 25-and-a-half-point favorite. If they lose to them, I got nothing for you. I mean, I really don't. Uh, Georgia Tech and Loyola Chicago, uh, folks doing their homework. Georgia Tech would be the team that I would normally pick here, but their player, uh, uh, Moses, is out. And he's the ACC player of the year. He's out due to COVID-19 stuff. I think Loyola Chicago wins that game. I had to change my bracket earlier today uh, because of that. Uh, that game tips at 4. Also at 4.30, you've got uh, Oregon State playing Tennessee. There's some folks that are on the Tennessee bandwagon. Yeah, man, Tennessee's going to get it done with Coach Barnes. We'll see how that works out for them. You've also got Liberty, the Flames, taking on Oklahoma State. A 13-4 matchup, but Oklahoma State is only a 7-point favorite. Uh, a matchup that will draw a lot of eyes tonight, Wisconsin and North Carolina, because North Carolina fans, they... They're awesome on my Twitter feed, by the way. They think they're going to win the national title. They really do. They are they're they are that type of fan. And if they do, if they do, they do. I mean, they've got you know several others up there where uh, they basically won them with players that can't read, and they sent them home with degrees. So there's that. Cleveland State and Houston, the two seed, they play at uh, seven fifteen tonight. North Texas and Purdue at uh, seven twenty five. Rutgers and Clemson. Clemson, excuse me, Rutgers is now a two-point favorite in that matchup with Clemson. Syracuse and San Diego State. San Diego State is a three-point favorite. Moorhead State and West Virginia. West Virginia is favored by 13. Villanova and Winthrop. Villanova is a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Eagles from Winthrop. So there's your tournament reset as we roll along here. Uh, By the way, to keep you up to date with my bracket, I picked uh, Virginia Tech today. That's no good. <laughs> I also picked uh, Utah State. They've cut the lead. They were down 14 a minute ago. Now they're down eight. They got about seven minutes to go, but they've only scored 41 points in the game. So that part of my uh, my bracket is going to uh, not be doing so well. well. So there's that. My bracket is currently perfect. Well, congratulations. Pin a rose on your nose and call yourself a flower pot. <laughs> I mean, congratulations! Uh, you've 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 done well through the first four games of the season. Awesome, or four games of the tournament. Awesome. Thank you know what? You, I'm going to put you in my pool next year, and we'll we'll all laugh at you when you finish dead last. Well, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what? We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right. So there you go. If you want to call up and talk about the NCAA tournament, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. By the way. You should be following my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com. I posted a story earlier about Deshaun Watson that, um, you know, you've heard that there are more victims out there or more accusers, not victims, because nothing's been proven yet. But now the interesting thing came out today that this attorney who was supposed to have a press conference at some point today says that he has text messages from Deshaun Watson apologizing for his behavior and i've got the picture here of the text message you can go and check that out it's on the blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com full articles there but he says sorry about you feeling uncomfortable never with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Were the intentions. Uh, let me know if you want to work in the future. My apologies. I don't know what that means. Things can be taken out of context. I think the big problem, though, is that sometimes people step back and they automatically look at Deshaun Watson and they think, okay, he was so great at Clemson and, you know, the story with him and his mom and everything else. You can't fathom in your head that Deshaun Watson would do anything that's off kilter. And I'm not saying that he has, but I think we all should step back for a minute and let this, uh, let this run through the court system here before everything comes to pass. And it brings me back to the Charles Barkley commercial when I was a kid. He's not a role model. More kids need to have their dad, their grandma, their mom, their grandpa, whatever. That should be your role model. You shouldn't be looking to Deshaun Watson or insert any athlete here as your role model. I'm not trying to stand on my soapbox and trying to trying to govern your kids. It's not like that. I just think that a lot of kids, they look up to these guys, and when they find those flaws, then they want to throw these guys under the bus. And, uh, and, and let me make sure I put this out there, too. If Deshaun Watson did any of these things, he should uh, face the business for it, whatever comes with it. Make sure I put that out there. But you can't um, you can't sit here and put these guys up. You know, sports figures just shouldn't be role models, in my opinion. And I'll stand behind that. We'll take a quick break and we come back. We'll have more for you on the rundown. Final show of the week. We'll be watching a lot of NCAA tournament this weekend. You have to excuse Mr. Savage College Football. He's over there eating something. He's supposed to be here on the air. He's over there eating a, uh, what are you eating, a ding-dong? What is that? <laughs> is that like, what, like a cupcake or something? I, I'm it's a eating, brownie. He's eating a brownie in a, studio. A cosmic brownie. Oh goodness! I thought it was one of those ding dong cakes. No, it was not a king ding. It was not a ding dong. All right, cake. fair enough. We'll, we'll talk more in just a moment here on the rundown on Fox Sports Radio fourteen hundred. Live as my bracket is getting uh, trashed to pieces, as uh, I picked Utah State and they're getting blown out now by Texas Tech. Imagine that. David's online says if Oral Roberts wins, it will bust his bracket. They just hit a three. They went from down eight to up four over Ohio State. Ohio State fans are running around right now saying, You just wait till football season. You just wait till football season. We're going to get. Does Oral Roberts have a football team? Because I guarantee you they're going to be trying to schedule, Ohio State's going to be trying to schedule them to get them back if, if Oral Roberts can uh, pull off the upset here. Lots of time left, ladies and gentlemen. Lots and lots of time left here <laughs> as uh, the NCAA tournament continues. But uh, my, my bracket will not look very good. I've got Utah State losing, the, losing that game and uh, Virginia Tech, they, they weren't in on it either. 
they all are conspiring. They're just saying, you know what? How can we screw over Rob's bracket? Let's see how that works out. You people that have like the perfect brackets right now, I, I envy you. My brackets are always weird though because uh, I end up like I always end up having like a good second day, but my first day is terrible. Then after the second day, I'm like I move back up into the top of the pole, or top of the pool. Yeah. 803-978-1832. If you want to talk about the stuff with Deshaun Watson, we went from one accuser to four accusers to seven accusers to nine accusers. What a disaster that's turning out to be. It is a uh, complete mess over there, but full full uh, full story with the text messages on my blog page at foxsportsradio1400.com. Out to the phones. Welcome to the rundown. Good afternoon. Hey, Rob. How you doing? What's going on? Uh, I had a couple of comments about the Deshaun Watson situation. All right. What do you got, sir? Um, it seems like the uh, the the lawyer for these women, are, he keeps saying he doesn't want to try this thing in the court of public opinion, but that's all that he's doing. I understand he's trying to represent uh, these women and get the most money he can out of Deshaun Watson. But so far, you've heard one person's version of it. And right. I do think athletes can be role models. You know, I think that's giving them a pass. Well, you don't have to do right. You don't, you know. And Charles Barkley definitely was not a role model when he was playing basketball. I think that's fair. I, I My thing, though, is that I think, I and maybe I'm old school in my thinking, but uh, your dad should be your role model, your grandma, your, things like that. I, I just... I'd rather kids push towards that than than athletes, but that's just me. Well, you know, when I was growing up, my role model was Dale Murphy, the um, um, Atlanta Brave. Well, that that's a solid one. I mean, the guy, a solid one. The guy did everything and drank his milk and was happy to tell you about it. So he did, and uh, he didn't make the Hall of Fame, and he doesn't cry about it every year. Well, but you know, I his numbers say he shouldn't be in there, but. I wish that the writers would put him in there. And if the if character was a portion of it, Dale Murphy should be in the Hall of Fame. And for a while, I think he was the most feared hitter in the National League. He was. He was a great player. He certainly was. Thank you, man. All right, bud. You have a great day. Um, if you want to call up without your, uh, if you want to take me to task about athletes being role models, I'll be happy to uh, lead up that conversation. I can allow Dale Murphy into the mix. I can I can go with that. I just and it's not that all athletes are idiots. I just think that people in general have flaws. And you know the Charles Barkley commercial. I'm not an I'm not a role model. I'm an athlete. I think that makes a lot more sense. There are some athletes that can get it done and do it correctly. But in the end, it's going to be guys that have some flaws. There really are. 803-978-1832, full write-up on the uh, the text messages that were allegedly sent by Deshaun Watson. One more thing on this story. I read where this guy had a, or Watson paid for this masseuse, according to one report. He had paid for her a flight from Atlanta to Houston. And then put her up in a five-star hotel, and then that's allegedly where some of this stuff happened. Now, I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying that you know uh, 
he was he was paying her for sexual favors or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's awkward that he that they have that paper trail where he paid for this masseuse to come from Atlanta. There are definitely some masseuse, some masseuses, I think that's the term, in uh, the great city of Houston, I'm sure. So I, 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 I just, there seems to be holes in each one of these stories from some of the stuff that we've got out there. The one young lady said her mom dropped her off and uh, Watson forced her to do things that made her uh, have, um, have an accident in her pants. And then, you know, her mom picks her up. I mean, what, what, what's, what's going on with that? I, if I pick up my kid and I, I can automatically see something's wrong with them, uh, we're going to go back into the building and uh, I'm going to take my vengeance accordingly. We're not just going to drive off and then talk to an attorney months later. Either I'm going to go in and beat the snot out of someone or we're going to call the cops. We're going to do one of the two. Probably both. I don't know. There's just some holes in some of these stories. 803-978-1832. That is the number to call if you want to join us here on The Rundown. We've also got spring practice starting for South Carolina this weekend. They put out a video last night on, on, uh, on Twitter. And uh, Shane Beamer's out there running the stadium with his team. What? Are you are you serious? That's crazy, man. Out there running the stadium with his team. You know, the energy portion of it is uh something that Shane Beamer is winning with right now. You see your coach out there running the running the stairs? That's a heck of a thing right there, buddy. When was the last time that you saw a coach do anything remotely like that with his players? When they when he has his coach well, uh, players my, doing my all the weightlifting coach lifts with me every day. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, you have, uh, you have a weightlifting coach? I have a weightlifting coach. Yes, sir, I do. Oh, I, yes, my sir, apo- I do. My, my apologies. <laughs> there you go. No, but as far as a Division One coach, I, I don't I don't necessarily see that. But Shane Beamer, man, you have to give him credit on this. Uh, the youthful young coach, he's got that working for him, man. He's definitely taking he's definitely taking his job seriously. Yeah, and he's trying as hard as he can to get close with the players. Brock asked if I seen them lift Tory and Gray. No, I, 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 if I did, I didn't. I mean, I, I just saw it in passing. But I was like, look at Shane Beamer running the stairs, and Shane Beamer looks like. I mean, he looks like he's just. He looks like he's happy. First of all, Will Muschamp when he was here, he looked like he was just miserable and was praying for death, so or or another job could come open. But Beamer wants to be here, and he's he's. I can appreciate him running the stairs. I really can. That's pretty cool. We talked a little bit earlier this week about uh, some of the moves that, uh, or some of the spots that I thought would be interesting. I'm still interested in uh, what the Gamecocks are going to do at running back. Um, are they going to give the line share? They should give the line shares of the uh, the carries to Kevin Harris. But uh, the young running back that um, that was injured last season, help me out with his name there, Mister College uh, Savage College Football. The, uh, the young man that uh, was injured at the beginning of the season that blew out his knee, who's – I'm going to start writing his name up here because I'm sure I'll be putting his name out there a good bit. Are you going to help me or not? 
You're not you're not any help at all today. You know that? You're just going to sit over there and eat cosmic brownies. <laughs> no, no, I ate one cosmic brownie. All right, but you're not helping me with the Gamecock running back death chart, but Okay, are you talking about um I forgot what his name was. Yeah, see, he, we're not it, we're not we're not perfect no. today. Okay. There Marshawn Lloyd. Thank you, Mr. USC Insider. Yes. I got to send Mr. USC Insider a t-shirt. I almost He's always, said, I he always almost, helps me. I almost said Tank Bigsby, but then I no, realized that he went Bigsby's to Auburn. Bigsby's at Auburn. I mean, yeah, USC yes. Insider wants a t-shirt. I mean, you, you obviously don't. We got to get that set I up would for love him. a t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, all right. Okay. Anyway, Marshawn Lloyd. Chance. But Marshawn Lloyd, though, I mean, he was going to be far and away the running back that was going to get all the carries. That's kind of the way it seemed. He's coming back, and man, that is a heck of a two-headed monster that South Carolina has at running back. How they're going to break up those carries, that's going to be interesting. Because I think that Harris is the kind of running back he needs to get lathered up. He needs a bunch of carries to be successful, in my opinion. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about that in just a moment. You're listening to The Rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Interesting comment from uh, Brock online. He says, you hear that UGA moved a running back to corner. That sounds like a genius move suggested by uh, Muschamp. He says, Georgia's weakness is player development. I think their weakness is defensive analyst. (laughs) That's the title they gave Muschamp. (laughs) And Brock wants to know, how was your cosmic brownie? How was that? How was my cosmic brownie? Yeah, I mean, you know. Most interns that they, like they go out and like they're supposed to bring donuts and all that. He doesn't do anything. He just brings he brings like cookout and a cosmic brownie and just like you know, eh, whatever. Well, for the record, my cosmic brownie was very amazing. I'm and, sure it was. And if you would like, I, I will. No, I can... I'm good. Thirty six thirty three right now. Ohio Oral Roberts is beating Ohio State. Max Abmus for. Oral Roberts has 18 points. Five for seven on three-pointers. He's uh, lighting it up from three-point land, so congratulations to him. Looks like Utah State is going to drop their game. They are, I think that game is going final right now. They lose to Texas Tech 65-53 to as the sixth seed advances. There is another one of my picks that is in the trash. Oh, goodness, that's not good at all. I don't like that. Um, had that happen twice today. Wonderful. <laughs> My bracket is uh is just now being gar. It's just turning into garbage. Into garbage. <laughs> 803-978-1832-803-978-1832. is the number to call if you'd like to join us here on the rundown this afternoon. Uh, some folks like David online say that they're still perfect. Well, congratulations. It's a law. Lo- it's a long stretch, sir. A long, long stretch. Uh, college baseball reset real quick. South Carolina opens up SEC play, and they have to go on the road tonight to second-ranked Vanderbilt. That's a tough out for anybody. Winning up there is tough, tough, tough. So we'll see how the Gamecocks work out on that. And, they, of course, they played a tough series at Texas last weekend. Can they uh, get off the uh, get off the schneid here? They've also got the uh, they lost the midweek game to Davidson, so Gamecocks need to go up there and uh, dust it off a little bit. They're going to have to because that uh, that Vanderbilt team is good. In addition to that, we talked about it earlier with Will, Will Vandervoort from the Clemson Insider. Clemson is playing the uh, Clemson is playing Virginia Tech. 
They're ranked 25th in one poll, 14th in another. Uh, they got a great pitching staff. Clemson, uh, Clemson baseball fans right now, they are stewing online. I mean, there's been quite a few people that are like, and should we should we get rid of Monty Lee? That's 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 the vibe from Clemson Twitter right now. Gamecock Twitter's still on fire with what what in the world's going on with Frank Martin? He broke his Twitter silence. He uh, retweeted something and then uh, wished someone a happy birthday. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Out to the phones we go. Welcome into the rundown. Hey, Rob, it's Ray. How you doing this afternoon? Ray, what's up, brother? Hey, you were talking college uh, baseball. You know, I'm a Gamecock. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, man, I don't know if we'll have much luck against, uh, oh, man, Rocker tonight. Oh, well, not, boy, no, can... nobody has very much luck against that young man. I mean, he's a projected first-round pick, so, you know. Yeah. Well, what I was going to ask you, and uh, you can confirm this, I, sure. I, I heard it, and, I, and you know, I, I keep up a little bit with Clemson, but uh, the coach at, at Vanderbilt, Corbett, I think is his name, and the coach at Florida Sullivan, yeah. were they both Jack Leggett uh, yeah, assistants they, at one time? They were Jack Leggett assistants at one point, yes, sir. God, isn't that amazing? Just think of if Clemson had, got, had been able to get one of those guys. They'd probably have two or three national titles, but... Anyway, I I think it says a lot about Jack Leggett as a coach, and uh, and he is in the Hall of Fame. But but anyway, just want to throw that out there. I think that's pretty amazing that he he trained two guys that won national titles. So that's, <laughs> that's well, something uh, I didn't under, think under that logic. Uh, you got to remember Illinois' coach coached with uh, Frank Martin. People seem to forget that uh, Frank Martin's coaching tree. You know he's got he's got two guys that are in the NCAA tournament this season. Uh, Mike Boynton is at uh, Oklahoma State. So, yeah, I'm throwing that out there because uh, maybe Frank Martin can develop coaches. It seems to be that way. Yeah, and, and you know what's amazing? You can look down at uh, the guy at Alabama. My God, uh, Nate oh, Oates. God at Alabama. Nate Oates. No, the, the football coach. The football coach. Oh, the football coach, Nick Saban. Saban. Yeah. You look at his tree. I don't think his tree has been nowhere near as successful as some of these other coaches. You would think the Saban tree would just be, you know, would. Would you know he'd have several guys won a national title? So I'm right. looking down. I think most champs for his tree. Uh, you know, so it's like you know. Um, I, I he he has like uh, he has like the uh, uh, like uh, the defeated coaches island. He takes everyone that has been a failure somewhere else and brings them on and makes them analysts and everything else, and then uh, and then sends them back out into the world. It's like it's like he rescues them like they're. Uh, loggerhead sea turtles that have lost their way on the beach well, and he brings them in well, and gets them squared away and then sarkeesian goes to take over the texas job and other guys move on too i mean lane kiffin doing his thing at at uh at old miss so eh. well you know what i think uh rob I'll, and i'll get, say this and get off i think his greatest challenge at saving a resurrected coach would be must must pardon me I don't, I don't think he can resurrect him but that's all I got to say. Have a good weekend, Rob. Appreciate it, brother. We're we're all railing on the defensive analyst for Georgia today. <laughs> Sad. Uh, USC Insider says he heard we should uh, know about Frank by the end of this weekend. Uh, I I I think that should hold the brakes on Frank Martin, but that's just me. Um, yes, LSU has number three Mississippi State. That's a what three nineteen matchup, something like that. That should be an interesting set. Alabama plays number one Arkansas. So yeah, that's pretty good too. So you got some uh, some g- cool little matchups there. 
uh, if you're gonna if you're going to, I think a lot of people are going to be setting up like you know their TV will have the the March Madness stuff on it, and then they're going to have the college baseball over here. Or oh, I have some friends that are telling me uh, I'm not watching any of the basketball. I'm just going to watch college baseball. A lot of those are the fans of uh, like Duke, which by the way, let's all take a moment here and. Uh, and look at how great America is right now with uh, Duke and Kentucky out of the basketball tournament. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. <laughs> I tweeted that out earlier. So people weren't very happy about that. That's all right, though. David says, Frank Martin can train coaches but can't get his players to understand an inbound play down by two with seconds left. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. And Jed calls it Little Nikki's Land of Misfit Coaches. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Uh, I've missed uh, two of the first four games in my uh, my bracket, and I'm going to post that on my blog page later on. That way you can laugh at my picks. But my bracket is nowhere near as bad as Lawton Swan's. I mean, Lawton Swan's bracket is is absolutely toast. I, I, he probably went 0 for 4 in the first four. Seriously. Be sure to listen to his show, though, because he does know certain things. I mean, he is a very competent host. He just doesn't know anything about basketball. Be sure to follow him on Twitter. He's at Clemson Sports. He'll be here with you this afternoon with Clemson Sports Talk right here from 4 to 6. Stop looking at me, Swan. Don't look at his bracket either. Absolute trash. If he wants to respond to me, he can't at Rob Sounds Good. I've been peppering him for days about this, but the reality is that it's true. We've got to get him up on the, uh, the game of basketball a little bit. I understand he played when he was in high school. I played basketball with him and uh, Lowell, the former intern, one day. Lowell was more impressive. Just saying. David says he hears choirs of angels singing when the brackets were announced with no Blue Devils or UK Wildcats. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a win for America when those two teams are out. Really upset about Utah State. I thought they were going to rebound well. Eh, not so much. We'll see how I do. And I, I'll, I'll put my bracket out there. I don't, you know, it won't be as bad as Lawton Swans, but it'll still be. Mine, mine's probably going to be pretty bad. <laughs> I, I think I had you. I got to look at it. I might have had Utah State win in two games. Oop, oop, oop. Not good. Not good. All right. So, podcast of the show will be up about five o'clock today. I'm on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. I'll be blogging throughout the weekend, Fox Sports Radio 1400.com. I appreciate the folks that take the time out to read some of the stuff I put up there. You guys are awesome. Um, I appreciate the folks watching on YouTube, Facebook, and all of that. The chat room for this show is outstanding. People over there, uh, just chatting back and forth. So, as always, I appreciate you guys. It's been a great week. We'll be back at it on Monday with more of The Rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.